Welcome to One Cause Church. Here is another inspirational message from Senior Pastor Eric Holler. Let's take our Bibles and go to the book of Romans, chapter 1. And uh, I want to just take a few minutes to talk to you on the subject of attitude. Attitude is everything. T- tell somebody. T- turn to them right now and just say, attitude is everything. And we're going to see an attitude that we all need to have, to develop, to grow in, to mature in, and to exercise in our lives. And it's something that the Apostle Paul teaches us as an example from his own life. And as we all know that he's the Apostle to the Gentiles, he said, follow me as I follow Christ. So this is one of those places that we need to look into his life and see what he's doing, what his attitude is, so that we can follow that same example. And it's Romans chapter 1, and I want to say welcome to my mother-in-law, Karen, who's here. And who, her and my father-in-law have been working for m- several months away, I mean, in some pretty serious conditions. And, uh, but now they're home, so glad to have you home. Romans 1.14, I am a debtor. Say, I am a debtor. Both to Greeks and to barbarians, both to wise and to unwise. Kind of covers everybody, doesn't it? Verse 15, so much as, so much, so as much as is in me, I am ready. Say, I'm ready. I am ready to preach the gospel to you who are in Rome also. Verse 16, for I am not ashamed, say, I am not ashamed. Of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. I am a debtor, I am ready, I am not ashamed. Lord, thank you for this time together. Thank you, Lord, for gathering these wonderful people here today, those that are here in the building with us, those that are watching by live stream, wherever they may be, and those that are listening by podcast. Thank you, Father, for the opportunity that we have to minister to them. And I pray, God, for the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of Christ to now be upon your people, that the hearing of the word will be an effective hearing. Lord, that it will bring with it faith and that they will grow in their faith. And I thank you, Lord, that faith is the victory that overcomes the world, that your word empowers us, God, to live a different reality than what life can simply hand us. Lord, you've given us the power and the ability to overcome every hardship, every difficulty in life, and to continue to move forward in strength. Thank you that your word is life to us who find it, and it is health to all of our flesh. So I pray that your word will have its full effect today in our lives in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm a debtor, he says. I'm a debtor both to Greeks and to barbarians, both to wise and to unwise. That's what verse 14 says. Every day of your life, is a gift from God. How many of you figured that out by now? Every day that you live your life, it is a gift from God. Because this morning, some people didn't wake up, but you did, which means that you're enjoying another gift, another day as a gift from God. And that makes you and I both debtors. The very fact that you're still sucking air, <laughs> is proof that you are in debt. You are a debtor. You're in debt to God, but you're also in debt to people. And that's why you're here on this earth at this time, indebted to love them and to bring a message to them that that same message that 
changed your life. You remember that time? You remember that moment when you heard the good news and you believed that good news and everything for your life changed. From that day forward, God came into your life and you started walking together. You're no longer alone. Now you had every ability, every resource. You had a presence with you that was with you when nobody else was around. This presence you found out is never going to leave you nor forsake you, but always be there to be your guide and to strengthen you and to instruct you and correct you in life and to help you. This message that you heard and that changed everything for you, that message has the power of God for salvation. We're all debtors as the creature, not as the creator. We're all debtors as the redeemed, not the redeemer. I see this every day in my house. Though I may not acknowledge it or always recognize it, but my beautiful wife wakes up every day and starts paying. She wakes up every day like she's in debt to our whole family. And that's how she lives her life. I had to, uh, you know... The truth is, 20-something-odd years ago, almost 24 years ago, when I asked her to marry me, I didn't see what all that meant. I didn't know what God was giving me. I didn't know what kind of gift he was giving me in her. You know, there's a scripture that says that in the ages to come, that God is going to unfold the riches of his grace. Imagine that. Think about how much we have experienced the grace of God in our lives right now. How many of you know what I'm talking about? You've tasted that grace. Here's what that grace looks like when you're being a knucklehead and God's still good to you anyway. Right? All of a sudden, some, some, something good happened. You think, oh, why would? I didn't deserve that. That's the goodness of God because it's unearned. It's, it's something he chooses to give you, not based on your performance, but based on his goodness. And knowing what we know right now, which is really, you know, as, as Paul said, we see this thing through a dark glass. It's because we have this physical limitation. But it says in the ages to come, he's going to unfold for us the riches of his grace, which means forever and ever and ever and ever. Imagine this. You will never be bored. You'll never, you'll never be bored with who God is. You'll never figure him all out because he's going to unfold. He's going to show you one extra, one new dimension, one new uh, a level of who he is, another depth, another, another part of his character. And forever and ever, imagine that, we're going to be in awe of who he is. But I get just a glimpse of that with this beautiful lady. Because every day that gift has just kept on giving. She gets up and immediately starts paying her debt. She's, it's like she's motivated by this thing and keeps paying. It's very difficult to get my wife to settle down to watch a movie. And I know where she got it from the lady right behind her. She works all day and then I'll say, let's watch, you want to watch a movie? Yeah, good. So I'll get the movie on, sit down. And she gets up and starts doing dishes. I said, I thought you wanted to watch a movie. Sit down. But she just keeps paying the debt. But you know what I appreciate at the end of the day? She doesn't make an announcement to all the house. I want you to know what I've done for you today. No, I do that. She doesn't do that. 
I want her to remember that I wash dishes for the next six to eight weeks. To remind her from time to time. She's not like that. And then, and then kids, you know, of course we have two of them grown now, and the third one's, we're about to kick him out. But they're like creditors, right? I mean, they're just always coming after you. Coming after your money especially. Always got their hand out looking for the next thing, no matter how much you give. But you love them, so you keep paying the debt. I want to just tell you, tomorrow morning when you get up and you get ready and you head off to work, I want you to remember that you're in debt. You're in debt to your Heavenly Father to live your life that's pleasing to Him, to give back to Him in this gift of a day everything that you can in appreciation. And also that you're in debt to mankind. You're in debt to people. That is to show the love of God, to let your light show, so shine before them so that they can glorify God. You're in debt to forgive others. I needed a good amen there. You're in debt to forgive others. You're in debt to be kind and compassionate. You're a debtor. 1 Corinthians 6 says this, For you were bought at a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Say, I'm a debtor. Now let's look at verse 15. It says, So much as is in me, as much as is in me, I am ready to preach the gospel to you who are in Rome also. Let's all say, I am ready. Now I know... You're not motivated to say that kind of thing at this time of day, but say it anyway, all right? I'm ready. I am ready. It says, uh, I am ready to do it. I'm ready to preach this gospel. Having a ready attitude means that you're prepared always to be led by the Spirit. That because you have spent time getting to know the Lord and spending time in His Word and praying and being in the environment of this setting right here, it, these things equip you and get you ready to always have that attitude of, Lord, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm ready. And whenever you say it, I'll, I'll be there. One wet and miserable morning in Ohio, a man by the name of Ray Blankenship was standing in his kitchen cooking, and he looked out the window onto this uh, uh, storm drain that ran alongside of his house. Well, he was startled when he saw that a little girl was in that stream of water being swept away. And so he went right into action. He ran out of the house and he started running alongside that drainage ditch to try to get ahead of the girl. And finally, when he did, he jumped into that water and because he knew that just a little ways down that that ditch disappeared under a road. And so he was able to get ahead of her and, and grabbed a hold of her arm and they went tumbling over and over again. And finally, just a few feet before they hit that place where they would disappear, he was able to grab a hold of something that was sticking out of one of the banks. And so when he got a hold of it, he held on for dear life, and he just thought, if I can just hang on until help comes. Well, Ray Blankenship did better than that. He was able actually to pull the girl out onto the bank to safety, and by the time the paramedics showed up, he had already taken care of that. And so they treated Ray and this little girl for shock, and they were released healthy and alive. On April the 12th in 1989, Ray Blankenship was awarded the U.S. Coast Guard Silver Life-Saving Medal. And this award was fitting because Ray was at even greater risk to himself than most people knew because Ray Blankenship can't swim. 
Don't let your own human limitations, your own human reasoning, your own hurts and failures determine your readiness. You have the answer. You have all of the resources that you could ever need because the Spirit of the living God is living on the inside of you today. And He knows. He knows what is in the the human heart. The Scripture says that He searches all things, even the deep things of God. He knows what's in in a person. He knows what people need, need, and He also knows what people need to hear. He just needs you to be ready, ready to speak up ready to serve, ready to act, ready to be used for his glory. Peter says it like this, always be ready to give an answer to everyone who asks you a reason for the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. Are you ready? This is is an attitude for us to follow, to be ready, to not only understand that we are debtors and to live our lives such a way, but to be ready, to be ready, to be ready, to be ready. Are you ready? Say, I am ready. And then verse 16, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes. Do you see that? The gospel is the power to save who? Everyone who believes. This gospel is for everyone. That's why everyone that God has put in your life is a ready recipient or is a potential recipient of this message. To the Jew, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. Say, I am not ashamed. There was a research group of sea mammals who captured a rather odd porpoise um, on one of their trips. Its peculiarity was that it had feet. So after they had photographed and measured this poor thing, they prepared to finally set it free. And, but one of the researchers said, wait a second. We have a doctor here. Why don't we just let our ship's doctor perform a a procedure and remove the feet so that this creature can live a normal life? And the doctor said, not on your life, for that would be defeating the porpoise. I'm just seeing if you're awake out there. If you stay silent with this gospel, you defeat its purpose. If you try to add to this gospel with man-made thinking, man-made religion, man-made rules, you defeat the purpose of this gospel. He says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. What is the gospel? Come on, help me this morning. Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and he was buried, and he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. There it is right there. There's the good news. That's all we need to proclaim to others. Christ died for your sins. Christ died for your sins, so you don't have to die from your sins. This is a gospel. He said, I'm not ashamed of this gospel because this gospel has released me from all my shame. That's the beauty of it. And it is a secure hope that we have in him. The gospel takes all the guesswork out of your life. It gives you an assurance that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not holding their sins against them. Listen to me. God got over the sin problem, didn't he? If he, if he was in Christ and he's not imputing our trespasses to us, it is impossible, my family, for God to be angry with you today. If he gets angry with you, he's not just. If he gets angry with you, then his son did not pay the full price for your sins, but he did, so God has made it impossible for himself to become angry with you today. You see what I'm saying? It took all the shame out. If God can't get mad at you, what do you have to be ashamed about? And that's the message he brings to you, one 
that you don't have to be ashamed of to share with others. There are too many people that are ashamed of it. They're, too, they're ashamed of this good news. They just can't believe that it's this easy. We feel like we have to make people understand or, or make sure that they're real sincere. Hey, that's not your job. You're not God. You have one commission from God to deliver a message that saves. It's not your, it's not your responsibility to save people because you can't save people. You just deliver a message that saves. Isn't that beautiful? The weight of the responsibility is in the message, not on the messenger. And it has the power of God to salvation to everyone who believes. So be, be faithful to remember this. And that is, it really is simple. It really is simple. Jesus did everything that was difficult. All the hardship was put on him. The bloodshed, because the penalty for sin is death. And he willingly took it upon himself. So that you and I could have life in that more abundantly. This is good news. God so loved the world that he gave the world his son, that whoever believes in him would not perish but have everlasting life. I'm grateful to God for this news because I think you and I are alike in this way. We've done, we do enough to ourselves and our own thinking and acting to be ashamed but if you'll believe this gospel, believe what it really means, what it really is, then shame has no place in your life. Because not only did Jesus bear your sins, he also bore all the guilt and shame that comes with it. So that you could truly, truly be free from it. And that means you fully believe in him. And only believe in him. That he is your only way for salvation. He is your only way to live in victory. It's not by works of righteousness that we have performed. It is by his mercy that he saved us. Amen. Take this. Take these attitudes on. Be, be, say this with me today. <clears throat> I am a debtor. I am ready. And I am not ashamed. Go in that attitude wherever you go. And just understand that when you are acknowledging these things, when you put yourself in this position with your attitude, then God is free to use you whenever and however he wants to. Huh? Anybody here want to be used of God? Amen. It's, 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 it's a beautiful life that he's called us to, to experience something beyond just natural things, something beyond what we can conjure up or what the world or circumstances all could work out for us. No, God in you, Christ in you, the hope of glory, is a daily miracle in your life. And because of that, there's always potential for supernatural miracles, for supernatural intervention, for you to be used for heavenly means, for eternal means. Amen. Father, thank you for this time together. Lord, thank you for your word. Lord, we pray that all of us today, Lord, would take on these attributes, these attitudes, God, to understand that our life is not our own so that we don't get caught up just living for ourselves, but understand that we are debtors. We're debtors to God. We're debtors to man. Jesus paid a high price for our lives. And the reasonable thing for us to do is to offer up our bodies as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable to God, which is our reasonable service. Lord, that we would always be ready, that we would not cower, that we would not hesitate, God, whenever you speak to us, but always have a ready heart, a ready mind, a ready mouth, Lord, a ready voice. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, that you also today... <clears throat> 
Help us, Lord, to be bold with this message. There's nothing to be ashamed about in this good news. We can't add to it or take away from it. We just simply declare it. And it has in it the power to save people's lives. Thank you, God. And Lord, I thank you for your blessing on your people. I thank you for great grace upon them. I declare peace in their homes, their marriages, their children, God. Lord, their bodies, Lord, that their bodies would be strong and healthy. Their minds would be clear. You've not given them a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Lord, I thank you that you go with them and that you keep them in all of their ways. Your angels keep them in all their ways. I declare that no weapon formed against them will prosper. Every tongue that rises against them in judgment, they shall condemn. Thank you, Lord, that everything that you have planned for them this week, Lord, they will walk in that every step of the way. For we walk by faith and not by sight. In the name of Jesus, amen, amen. Praise God. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the message. For more information about One Cause Church, please visit us online at onecausechurch.com.